1: Well, hello, America and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell radio program. This is your source for common sense conservatism. Delighted to welcome those of you who are paying attention on the Wendy Bell radio podcast. That's what you search wherever you uh, get your favorite podcasts. Give us a follow, a share and perhaps a five star review. Suggest us to somebody out there. That is how change happens. It is Word of mouth. It is one person to another. And all of you watching the live video stream, we do the, the whole three hours live video, Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Welcome aboard. This is a significant day. 22 years later, everybody has a story. Everybody has a feeling, a memory. None, none is right, none is wrong. They're all just so individual how you feel today. We'll talk a little bit about it. We've got other things to discuss as well, as I do believe the off-ramp for Joe Biden was in place in Vietnam over the weekend. He's gotten the shepherd's hook. He's been pulled off the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Exit strategy is underway, and we will talk about all of these things in the minutes ahead. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. You know, rather than thinking about where we were on this day 22 years ago, think about where we've come from, the places we've traveled, the things that we collectively, as Americans, have endured. And it's so easy to get mired down in this particular page in the calendar when we have so much that we're working on to prevent because we've already lost so much. I believe that it was September 11th, 2001 that ushered in this new police state feeling of our government, that all of a sudden, we the people became so frightened by the possibility of what if And oh no, that we relinquished control. We stopped paying attention to certain things and the real darkness happened after September 11th. We all of a sudden became afraid of everything. We allowed government to get out of control. New departments to grow ostensibly to keep us safe. Now, I ask you, would you rather be free or would you rather be safe? Because there is no way to keep us safe. There is no way for you to keep your children safe. The minute they're away from you, the universe does what the universe does. You can do your best. You can teach the finest lessons. You can lead by example. You can try to give to them everything that you believe is important. But bubble wrapping a country was the purpose. But the mission was far darker than that. It was the full on gas pedal down to the floor of communism in this country. And it sickens me to say that because as we reeled As we got lost in the collective grief of strangers we didn't know and we would never ever meet. We allowed something sinister to take root and its seeds had already been planted. It was just looking for the right fertilizer. And that day was it. All of a sudden, we had a Department of Homeland Security led by none other than Tom Ridge, who said, I remember, get duct tape and plastic wrap. If that was indicative of where we were going for the next 22 years, ladies and gentlemen, boom, here we are. Where we believe that big tech and big pharma and big social media companies are more important than our own individual common sense and desire to live a life of freedom. And so many people around us have given over so much and they want you in the cattle shoot next to them. Of course, there is a choice. I had the pleasure yesterday of being invited to a neighbor's home right across the street. Young family, three little kids, maybe seven and younger And on the street, they had found the lifeless body of a Cooper's hawk that had lived in the trees next to our house. And the hawk had landed on a wire, and whether its talons broke through or there was a hot spot on the wire, the bird had been electrocuted and its body lay on the ground my neighbor walking her dog saw the beautiful bird, which is the length of my entire arm, just a giant, majestic animal. And her husband came and picked up the animal and put him in a box outside their house, inviting Joe and me to come over with a handful of other neighbors for a ceremony in their front yard where their young children would see in a flag, that beautiful bird laid to rest, the sod lovingly put on top of its body and a small little American flag marking its spot. Might sound odd, weird, but it wasn't. Teaching about the value of respecting life, each other's lives And the lives of animals, of paying tribute to something bigger than you, believing in something beyond you, teaching children about reverence and respect and about the majesty of our American flag. After the ceremony, which was Non religious, it was just us saying goodbye to that beautiful bird. We stood around as the kids played in the front yard and the conversation drifted to 9 11. And in no specific order, every adult shared a memory of where they were when they found out. And after about 25 minutes, We all said goodnight, went back to our homes to finish making dinner and to go on with our day. There are moments that we will bring with us forever, wherever we go, whomever we meet, they are fingerprints on our soul. They shape who you are, how you feel, how you parent. How you trust how you love how you care about others and today is one of those days but this is also a warning because in 22 years and it's taken us that long to awaken to see the infiltration of darkness in our country people who do not love America who do not respect our values who wish to destroy what we breathe in so selfishly and freely every day. More of us realize it is in danger, not just danger, but peril. And we realize that we've lived in fear for too long, whether it's of a virus or if it's of racism. Or some kind of inequality or unfairness. Or it's of a terrorist or if it's even your own government. The choice is always freedom. The choice is never fear. And later on in today's broadcast, I'm going to read something to you which I believe will put us all in the right mental frame of mind today the raw wound of that attack on our country is gone for me but what lingers is a resolve it is a love it is a passion it is a fire it is an unwavering commitment to do whatever I can the same way those passengers on those jets did. And you're gonna hear a story of calm amidst chaos, of reason, of passengers in the final moments of their lives having a clarity and a sense of purpose, the likes of which I dare say the majority of us have been missing. Perhaps today is our day to find it and to carry that torch to never forget. So Joe Biden on some international whirlwind tour, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to walk you through some of these steps in the moments ahead because I do believe the, uh, the administration, the puppeteer, if you will, has laid out the next scene for Joe Biden. And it doesn't end well. And I'm going to set it up for you and let you, let you connect the dots. I think you'll see it as well. Don't go anywhere. Joe's going down fast. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. I think if we have one thing that we can say that we've learned over these last 22 years. It's that we don't believe everything we hear as readily as we used to. We are now doubting more than ever before. I mean, if we can have Larry Sinclair come out and say he had sex with Barack Obama and watched him smoke out of a crack pipe, I'm pretty sure everything's on the table, right? So you start thinking how much of everything that we've been told and for how long has been nothing but a lie. So... We not only now are poised to ask questions, and at the very least, we're more ready than ever to doubt, to doubt the instructions, to doubt the changes, right? We're also seeing the signs that they're laying out for us. So this is interesting to me. Joe Biden is in Vietnam. All right. And he's on this international tour. By the way, can we just all say the optics of what it's like to have Joe Biden be in Alaska for the 22nd anniversary of of 9-11? Is that maybe that's for a reason? Maybe as far away, continentally at least, (laughs) get away. We don't want you here. This, however, they're setting Joe Biden up to fail. This is the headline from the Gateway Pundit. And if you watched any of this press conference, that. Corrine Jean-Pierre jumped in and interrupted the president to stop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're done. Here's the headline. Exhausted 80-year-old Joe Biden cut off by Corrine Jean-Pierre as the press secretary moves to end a train wreck presser in Vietnam. So here's the story. KJP interrupted and cut off Joe Biden to abruptly end an absolutely painful press conference in Hanoi, Vietnam, Sunday evening. First of all, I can't imagine traveling the way that anybody would have to travel in these political levels, right? And then to add on to it, oh yeah, you're 80. I mean, there's a reason we don't have children into our 50s. It's freaking exhausting, right? I look at my cute little neighbors across the street who are always running around. I'm like, oh my gosh god bless you because i'd be passed out on the couch he's 30 years older than i am so regardless of what we can agree is going on cognitively with joe biden that he's going on his whirlwind tour right he looked like a child he looked like a toddler to interrupt him in the middle of his speaking and to just stop the press conference. And he has repeatedly complained that his staff treats him like a toddler. Well, apparently he's onto something. No mic drop at all here, as Biden just Kind of bends over, walks out of screen. He's off of the stage, wanders away, sort of like he was doing with that Medal of Honor presentation, where he just randomly walks off. We all know what is going on. This man has never been fit to be in this capacity. But now they are allowing it to come out on a world stage joe biden is allowed to look elderly and feeble and yes demented and he meanders physically and mentally so he he puts the mic down after kareen john pierre's like should we play it now brock do you want to just play it now Uh, i this is the the very end of what he's talking about and we've got a series of audio sound bites you've you've just got to hear because it's going to prove to you this is purposeful. They want him to look old. They want him to fail. They need an off-ramp. And whether it's because of mental decline or it's he gets COVID and has to, you know, oh, no, it's too dangerous. We've got to sit him out. He's done. Listen to Corrine Jean-Pierre and a mumbling Joe Biden's press conference. Go.
0: We talked about, we talked about at the conference overall, we talked about stability, we talked about making sure that the third world, the, uh, excuse me, third world, the, uh, the, the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change, it, had access. To, we, it wasn't confrontational at all. You came thank, thank you, everybody.
1: This ends the press conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, first of all, what weird music to have in the back. Are we in like a lounge? We're in a cocktail lounge in a hotel lobby, right? They blast that music to drown him out But somebody doesn't get the memo so that they pot up the microphone that's on the podium, not the one that he's randomly walking around with. Right. And he I don't understand what he says. But that was ridiculous. A press secretary calling a lid on the leader of the free world. You will not speak anymore. And like a trained animal. He puts the mic down and starts to wander off stage. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing? Well, this is purposeful. This is not an oh my, neither is the CNN poll of last week in which 67% of Democrats want somebody other than this dude. It's planned, it's purposeful, and we'll walk you through the process coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. (laughs) Just not here. This is Joe Biden's theme song. Here we go. Is there anyone home? No, there's not. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Brock gets very little journalistic licensing here, right? He's able to do a few things and put his own touch on the show. And the bumper music, that's all Brock, obviously. There you go.
0: I get very little directional
1: (laughs) latitude. I will say this much. It was back in April, because I remember we were on the show, and it was the Easter egg roll or whatever such nonsense, and we were reading a story, incredulously, about how some environmental wackos out there didn't want people using eggs, because in some capacity that was, like, bad, and so people were painting rocks, and I was like, they've ruined everything! You can't even have an Easter egg hunt anymore, right? Right? No, no, no! Don't use eggs. Here, have a rock. <laughs> what? And that was eclipsed only by Joe Biden's, you know, C three PO ish, you know, walking around while the kids were supposedly having fun and and running around celebrating spring celebrating all of the season and then joe biden got so disoriented and was talking to people and was like rambling that some dude in an easter bunny outfit had to come over and direct him away from the media at the fence and brock and i looked at each other and i'm like what are they doing what are they doing i didn't vote for the guy he's tragic we knew he'd be tragic he's been tragic His entire political career has been one tragedy after another and capitalizing on his own personal tragedy to continue to be tragic to us. Yes? If you wanted to protect that, if that was your dude, if he's your guy, if your eggs are in that, or rocks are in that basket, are you really going to put Joe Biden out with any kind of frequency because he was going downhill in a hurry? No! Now you'd get together, Earl, Earl, get in here. All right, look, <clears throat> the big guy, I mean, Joe, he's not looking so good. He's not sounding so good, he kind of wanders around, he caught him wandering into the bushes, he got off Marine One, had no idea where the hell he was going, walked into the hedges, you know, friggin' New York Post got video of him walking into the hedges. Secret Service doesn't know what to do, we've got to protect him. That's not what they did. This is what they did. You know, I'm thinking, we need to put him out more. Let's take the 80-year-old guy and let's ship him all over the place, right? Let's have him talk to groups all over the place. We'll put him on trains. We'll fly him all over the world. It'll be totally discombobulating. He'll look like a complete idiot. Perfect, says somebody who doesn't have a long-term plan for Joe Biden. And so yesterday, are we at all shocked That he had a podium, a light, a fixed microphone, and then the handheld mic in the event he just wanted to meander, which, of course, he does. He told he told the reporters in the room, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed now. (laughs) What? And that was the very end because it was worse. President Biden called for a nap during a rambling 26-minute international press conference in Vietnam Sunday that capped off his whirlwind trip to Asia. And we've got it. So he was, he was there following the multi-day Group of 20 summit in India, where he basked in the absence, this New York Post story says, of either the president of China or Vladimir Putin of Russia. So, at first I was like, who cares what this guy says? But then you have to listen to it. And it's like, oh my gosh, I am so uncomfortable. It's like watching Miss America contestant from California trip on the stage during the freaking evening gown presentation, right? Clips a heel in her hem and goes, ah, and falls down the stairs. One, you can't stop watching. Two, all you want to do is stop watching. That was Joe Biden with less drama yesterday. Let's get to it. Here's how it started. (laughs) I don't even know how to set this up, but this is how the beginning of the 26-minute train wreck began. Go. This round the world in five days
0: is interesting. Well, uh, you know, there's that one of my staff members said, remember the famous song, you know, good morning, Vietnam. Oh, my God. Good evening, Vietnam. And
1: uh, good morning back in America. This is the most voted for man in American history. Who says good evening. It is evening, right? And then says, you know, that famous song. Good morning, Vietnam. Well, it's a movie, so that's scary. He seems comatose or drugged or just typical. That's how it began. Can you imagine being stuck there for 26 minutes? See, that's the benefit of you being a part of this program because we get to hit fast forward for you and give you the lowlights. And here's how it it went. Joe Biden here is going to drop a whopper of epic whopperdom. He is going to tell you, well, I'm not even going to, I'm going to decipher for you if you can't understand it. He's, he's drilling home the, the idea that climate change is the end-all be-all, that nothing else matters. It's not nuclear war. It's not physical war with men fighting. It's, it's not poverty or drugs or, or any of that. It's climate change. That is the existential threat to Joe Biden's bank account, apparently. Number two, go.
0: And guess what? In addition to helping the environment overall and the only existential threat humanity faces even more frightening than a a nuclear war is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20 10 years
1: oh my gosh and we're in real trouble
0: there's no way back from
1: that so a nuclear war isn't as serious a threat isn't as dangerous as the Earth increasing by one and a half degrees, which of course is not scientific, it's not consensus, it's not what's going on, it's not even f- remotely factually based. But Joe Biden's going to tell you that your certain incineration from a you know body melting nuclear strike isn't as bad as as the steady warming of the Earth. Okay, uh, this is where we're going. Meanwhile, there are actual people dying, starving, etc., right? He goes on, though. And he drops this thing about climate change. He, again, is going to bring up this lying dog-faced pony soldier line, which his administration has tried to lie about being in a John Wayne movie where an Indian in the movie says that to John Wayne or some such nonsense. It doesn't exist, but it doesn't matter because he's been telling the lie for 10 years. And he did it again yesterday. Go.
0: My, My brother loves having it. There's famous lines in movies that he always quotes? You know, and, and one, one of them is there was a movie about John Wayne. He's an Indian scout, and they're trying to, I think it was Apache, one, one of the great tribes of America, back on the reservation, and he's standing with the units, So he's all on, they're in, in their, on their horses in their saddles, and there's three or four Indians in headdresses. And the Union soldiers. The Union soldiers basically saying, it is, Come with me, we'll take care of you. We have anything to be good. And the Indian scout, the Indian looks at John Wayne and points to the Union soldiers and says, He's a lion dog faced pony soldier. Well, there's a lot of lion dog faced pony soldiers out there about global about warming. There's not be more. All of a sudden, they're all of a sudden, it's a
1: problem. Oh no, and when the he whispers. And it's a problem. It's a problem. Well, what are you doing? They're allowing him to self-destruct. In five, four, three, two, <laughs> Joe Biden is on the path to destruction. It's only a matter of time imminently i would imagine before october whenever this greg kelly bombshell video proof that is going to be the final nail in the coffin of all the people out there who were like there's no proof connecting joe biden any kind of bribery or international business schemes You never talked to his son really the off-ramp is open and he is careening on it now and then he says i follow orders He he struggles to find the names of the reporters who've been pre-selected on a piece of paper for him, whose questions have been vetted and written out, so he knows what's coming, and he still can't connect the dots and seal the deal. Go.
0: And uh, let's see. I must follow my orders here. Uh. Staff,
1: if anybody
0: hasn't spoken, I ain't calling on you. I you. I said five questions. I need it. Be away.
1: It's written for him on the podium, and he can't figure it out. I've got to follow orders. Then he looks out. People start shouting questions because it seems like he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And then he gets angry. I'm not calling on you. All of us have seen somebody with dementia whether it's Alzheimer's or an iteration, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Right? Where there's a snap and then there's this weird thing that happens. He can't connect dots. Cannot connect dots. So it's awesome that we should ship him all over the world. Then he's going to try to get into renewable energy. He's going to try to lie in dogface pony soldier home this whole climate nonsense. Right? And he can't get the year. Listen. I have
0: not... I have not given up at all on the notion that we're going to be able to, uh, you know, uh, how can I say it? Uh, I, I think I think we can triple the renewable capacity for, uh, as it relates to uh, global warming, oh by year year 20, 2030. 20, 2020, 20, 30. 2030, 20,
1: 2030. 20, uh, you know what this is? This reminds me of being... Being on stage in the, you know, stage left behind the curtain of my children's, you know, elementary school play where so-and-so forgets the line and you're like, it's this, right? That's what's going on. And they let him go rogue, which when you add rogue with mental decline, you get what? What? And this is this is what he says, you know, I was really hoping to see President Xi, you know, and then he kind of gushes over his tight relationship with the head of the Communist Party, right? The guy who's buying up all of our farmland, who's stealing our intellectual secrets, who's freaking transfer students all report for the CCP, right? Joe Biden is just like, ah oh, man, I really wish he was here. It would just be such a kick. Go. And
0: when will you meet, Mr. Xi, Well, I hope I get to see Mr. Xi sooner than later. Um, I've spent more time with him than any other world leader has, some total, over the last 12 years. So I hope we get to see him again
1: soon. I've spent more time with him, some total, than any other leader in the last 12 years. Yeah, because you guys were inking deals. (laughs) That's why you got an infusion of cash on your 2017 returns, Joe. (laughs) But wait, the best has yet to come ladies and gentlemen you think it can't get worse but it can in a very specific way and do not go anywhere because we will drop all of this on you here asap next on the wendy bell radio program so we left off in vietnam joe biden on stage 26 minutes of pain meandering mumbling bad audio disinterested press corps watching on pins and needles, right? Pins and needles, the way we do when we're in the stands and, you know, we're watching our kid at bat and you're like, right? Because you don't want to deal with the emotional fallout after the game that's going to come home with you if it's a strikeout or if it's something pivotal that they make a mistake with. That's how I feel watching Joe Biden. I'm like, what's he going to do? So he's just told us, you know what? I'm disappointed I'm not going to see Mr. G. Mr. Dude, you're supposed to be the leader of the free world. You're supposed to be the guy. Mr. Please. Communist, obviously friends with Joe Biden. I want to see him. I've spent more time with him than any other leader in the last 12 years. He says in total honesty. Interesting, because go back and look at all of the documents that House Oversight has ask your questions. Why did you guys get that $80,000 diamond again? And how did you guys get that? How did Hunter get that $142,000 sports cards? It's all so odd to me. And then he says this, I don't want to contain China. I don't want to contain China. Huh. Okay. Well, let's listen to this.
0: So really what this trip is about, it was less about containing China. I, I, I don't want to I just want to make sure we have a relationship with China that is on the up and up, squared away. Everybody knows what it's
1: all about. Everybody knows what's going on, Joe. You just said you want to have it straight away on the up and up. Everybody knows what's going on. We know what's going on. You have sold out to China and others. How many lousy policy decisions have been affected because of this twisted relationship that Joe Biden has, this tight relationship he has with the head of the Communist Party? Who knows how much farmland, Joe? How many how many intellectual secrets? How many colleges and universities have been infiltrated by CCP minions? How many, Joe? How many police stations manned by the Communist Party of China are here in the United States, Joe? How about that, Joe? And this is the best. He's going to bed, guys. He's tired man's going to bed let's go
0: the light for and I uh, see I'm just following my orders here <sighs> I have a game plan he may have a game plan <clears throat> he just hasn't shared it with me
1: but I tell you what I don't know about you but I'm going to go to bed <sighs> I don't know about you but I'm going to go to bed Oh, my gosh. Is it any wonder that I tell you now, and this is a very interestingly timed drop, a new CBS News YouGov poll conducted a survey at the end of August that they're just dropping on us now. That finds 77 percent of respondents agree there ought to be age limits in politics Within that group, 40% propose the age limit be 70, which is more than 10 years younger than Joe Biden, 14 years younger than Nancy, who dropped on us. Yes, she wants to be reelected. right? Do you see what they're, what they're crawling for, what they're, what they're clawing for? If they lose those seats... The destruction of the United States, which they have steadily navigated for decades, is done. We've come this far. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, their slogan, let's finish the job. That's what they mean. They don't mean let's finish the job and bring jobs back. They don't mean let's finish the job and make sure that, that prices come down and that everybody has the American dream and can go out and afford a house. They're not saying let's finish the job and make sure our borders are secure and that drugs are under control. They, they're not saying let's finish the job and reimagine public education so that it doesn't suck as royally as it obviously does. They're not saying let's finish the job and rein in these tyrants like Tony Fauci who think they are God. And let's finish the job and get to the bottom of where COVID came from, why, and who got rich off of that shot. They're saying the job we wish to finish is the destruction of the United States of America. And you have your morons in your communities who have Black Lives Matter signs in their yard, who have been manipulated and conned and used endlessly, who are too stupid to see what is going on. But don't you find this timing intriguing? 77% of people polled by a mainstream funded polling outfit (laughs) that it is a too old of a limit possibility out there. And that there should be some parameters about who can serve. If we're gonna do that, screw the age limit make it a term limit serve two consecutive terms that's it then pack up and move along it's funny that they don't want to relinquish control maybe just some people within their control don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen 22 years later we will never forget what happened on this day a special story told through the mouths of the passengers and flight attendants next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.